Well, hey there, my name is Eric Gray, and I'm the Young Adult and Family Minister here at the Regency Church of Christ. I just want to take a minute and say thank you for checking out this message. If you're ever in the Mobile area, we'd love for you to join us on Sundays at 10 a.m. And to find out more information about Regency or to listen to other messages from this series, we'd love for you to check out our website at regencycc.org. And we're praying that this message will help you grow closer to Jesus. So our text this morning is from James chapter 3, beginning at verse 13. Who among you is wise and understanding? Let him show by his good behavior his deeds in the gentleness of wisdom. But if you have bitter jealousy and selfish ambition in your heart, do not be arrogant and so lie against the truth. This wisdom is not that which comes down from above, but is earthly, natural, demonic. For where jealousy and selfish ambition exist, there is disorder and every evil thing. But the wisdom from above is first pure, then peaceable, gentle, reasonable, full of mercy and good fruits, unwavering without hypocrisy, and the seed whose fruit is righteousness is sown in peace by those who make peace. James three, thirteen through 18. Is there anyone here this morning who is a comparison shopper? All right, okay, there was a couple of hands. I would not be in that category of a comparison shopper. When I go to the mall, I see something I want and I just get it. And then I tell Donna and she said, you know, I could have gotten that online for a lot cheaper than what you just did. And so there's a lot more comparison shoppers, I think, shopping that goes on as far as, as, as online now. But in this text that I just read from James, James compares two types of wisdom. And he really wants us to choose the right one. You may have heard the story of the man who was marooned on a deserted island when a ship came to his rescue. The captain learned that the man had lived alone on the island for five years. He noticed three huts, so he asked the man about them. The man pointed to one, and he said that he lived there. He pointed to the second and said that he went to church there. Well, what about the third hut, the captain asked. The man replied, oh, that's where I used to go to church. (laughs) We all desire harmonious relationships. And yet sometimes we are marked by frequent conflict, even if we live by ourselves on a deserted island for some five years. And our text, again, talks about God's wisdom that will lead to harmonious, healthy, strong relationships. Now, James, in the first chapter, encouraged us to pray for wisdom. But if any of you lacks wisdom... Anybody here this morning lack wisdom? I think all of our hands could go up on that one. Let him ask of God who gives to all generously and without reproach, and it will be given to him. 
But he must ask in faith without any doubting, for the one who doubts is like the surf of the sea, driven and tossed by the wind. For that man ought not to expect that he will receive anything from the Lord. So if any of us lacks wisdom, we must ask God, but we must ask in faith, believing that God can indeed give that uh, to us. Now, Proverbs also emphasized the importance of wisdom. Chapter 4, verse 7, the beginning of wisdom. Acquire wisdom. And with all you're acquiring, get understanding. Or chapter 9 and verse 10, the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. And the knowledge of the Holy One is understanding. Now, Proverbs 1 told us that the fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge. And here in chapter 9 and verse 10, it is the fear of the Lord that is the beginning of wisdom. And the knowledge of the Holy One is understanding. So I think wisdom is the way we understand and interpret reality and then how to live in light of it. Making the right choices is important for all of us. Now, I read a story, and I tried to check its accuracy, but it was a story about Winston Churchill and Nancy Astor. And Nancy said to Winston, If you were my husband, sir, I'd give you a dose of poison. Churchill replied, If I were your husband, I'd take it. Well, I think both of those responses were not the right choices. Not the right one to give and not the right one to, okay, that I would, that I would take it. And so in making the right choices is really important in life. And James is wanting us to choose wisely, to choose that wisdom from above and not that wisdom which is from below. And so James here contrasts true wisdom and false wisdom in three different aspects. Number one, there is a contrast in origins, a contrast in origins. James 3, verse 15, this wisdom is not that which comes down from above, but is earthly, natural, demonic. And then verse 17, but the wisdom from above is first pure, then peaceable, gentle, reasonable, full of mercy and good fruits, unwavering without hypocrisy. Now, the wisdom which does not come from above, James says, is earthly. And that suggests a perspective that fails to consider God's realm and will. Natural is that which is opposed to the spiritual, where human feelings and human reason reign supreme. Demonic points to the ultimate source of all that is opposed to God. Perhaps goes back to the Garden of Eden and the first question in the Bible, did God really say that you should not eat of any tree in the garden? That's demonic wisdom. Questioning the very authority of God. And that's still out there in our world today. Did God really say that? And so that's that demonic type of wisdom. So he gives those three illustrations there of being earthly, natural, and demonic. 
Then there is the contrast in operations. James 3.13, Who among you is wise and understanding? Let him show by his good behavior his deeds in the gentleness of wisdom. But if you have bitter jealousy and selfish ambition in your heart, do not be arrogant and so lie against the truth. And again, verse 17, But the wisdom from above is first pure, then peaceable, gentle, reasonable, full of mercy and good fruits, unwavering without hypocrisy. So here are some evidences of earthly wisdom. Bitter jealousy. One who is committed to his own advancement at the expense of others. Bitter jealousy will destroy relationships. Selfish ambition, an attitude of unrestrained self-promotion that may lead to division. Arrogance, pride loves to boast, and nothing is prouder than the wisdom of men. Lying. The sequence is not too difficult to understand. Bitter jealousy and selfish ambition lead to boasting, and boasting usually involves lies. Now, let's consider the evidence of wisdom from above. James says it's pure. This implies moral and spiritual virtue as well as singleness of will. Peaceable. True wisdom works for peace. To be whole, to be right with God and with our fellow human beings. Gentleness. It carries the meaning of moderation without compromise. Gentleness without weakness. Some translations may have meekness, but meekness is not weakness. Actually, the term actually implies strength under control. Gentleness. Reasonable. When God's Word is at work, there is a willingness to listen, to think, to pray, and to obey whatever God reveals. It's full of mercy and good fruits. To be full of something means to be controlled by. Those who follow God's wisdom will be controlled by mercy. And the good fruits will follow. Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Unwavering. The word, I believe, suggests singleness of mind. We can be decisive or we can be yeah, decisive and not be afraid. Wisdom from above brings strength from above. And then without hypocrisy, when God's wisdom is at work, there is an openness and honesty as we always endeavor to speak the truth in love. That's quite a contrast, isn't it? Between the operation of God's wisdom and the operation of the wisdom of the world. And then number three, there is a contrast in outcomes. Verse 16, For where jealousy and selfish ambition exist, there is disorder and every evil thing. 
And then verse 18, And the seed whose fruit is righteousness is sown in peace by those who make peace. Worldly wisdom produces trouble. For where jealousy and selfish ambition exist, there is disorder and every evil thing. Jealousy, selfish ambition, disorder, every evil thing certainly makes clear that God was not at work in those kinds of attitudes. But then God's wisdom produces blessing. The last verse of our text, And the seed whose fruit is righteousness is sown in peace by those who make peace. The Christian who obeys God's wisdom sows righteousness, not sin. He sows peace, not war. The life we live enables the Lord to bring righteousness and peace into the lives of others. What we are is what we live. And what we live is what we sow. What we sow determines what we reap. If we live in God's wisdom, we sow righteousness and peace, and we reap God's blessing. The choice is ours. God's wisdom or man's wisdom. Don't believe that's a real difficult choice. I think we all want to desire that wisdom which comes down from above. And try to practice those characteristics, those qualities that James mentioned there in our text in James chapter 3. Let me just conclude with a couple of wise sayings. I again want to congratulate all of our graduates and those who are graduating from high school. We've had some who are graduating from college and certainly want to send out our sincerest congratulations to you. But this one quote from Napoleon Bonaparte, the truest wisdom is a resolute determination. That's what it's going to take. It's going to take some determination. And that, I think, is an important aspect of wisdom. And then Thomas Watson said, Wisdom is the power to put our time and our knowledge to the proper use. And to me, that's, that, that's the key. It's important that we grow in our knowledge, but it's important that we grow in our wisdom because it's that wisdom that helps us to put that knowledge into its proper use. And that's what we all desire to do. And as James said here in our text when he raised, is any among you wise and understanding? Well, that's what we desire to be. But we also desire also to continue to pray to God for wisdom and that we pray to Him in faith. And so let's all make a special effort to pray to God for that wisdom which comes from above. Would you pray with me?
Our gracious and loving Heavenly Father, I pray that you will bless us all with wisdom. That wisdom that's discerning, that wisdom that will make the right choices in life, that wisdom that will sow those good seeds of fruit that will grow in our lives, and that we will be a people who do our very best to demonstrate on a daily basis that love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. And thank you, Father, for your word. And may we all spend more time in this word so that we can grow in our knowledge and then in our wisdom as we try our very best to share that with others. And so, Father, I'm praying this in as much faith as is possible, that you would bless us all with wisdom to live the kind of life that you want us to live. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen.